0: It is the Chicago Verse Podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Keeping it going here. We're we're bringing it home. We're closing out the night. Uh, the third interview of the evening on Dynasty Podcast, and we're here with ADOT, man.
1: How are you doing? Mm, pretty good, man. You know, pretty sick, you know, but we, we getting through it.
0: But, but when you say sick, you don't mean it like, bro, that's sick. You mean like... You've got the cold right now, right? Yeah.
1: Well, no, nah, I probably mean it's both. But it's yeah. both. It's, it
0: can be both. But, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I think everybody's feeling it right now from all the
1: from the weather. Yeah, I'm not digging this at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for being here, man. And, like, you know, like I was saying earlier in the evening, I really do have this mental list of people who I see the names on Twitter. I see that your names on, like, you know, a blog or at, like, different concert venues and things like that. And you're another one who, you know... I was like, we got to get him on the podcast. We got to get this artist on the podcast, man. So I appreciate you taking the time. Uh,
1: thank you for having me, for uh Absolutely. Yeah, I know.
0: Um, so, you know, we always start at the beginning, but I, uh, there's something very recently you just did. So let's start with that. Uh, you just played Shuba's uh, Last Night, right?
1: Yeah, that shit was fine. How was that? It, it was it was fine. I, I messed with it, like, really hard. I, I appreciate, like, Buru, Cole, like, everybody that, like, got me on there. It was pretty cool, like... I don't know. I always p- like performing more than anything else, to be honest. Like, I feel, like, powerful as fuck when I'm performing, you know, because everybody's just looking at you. You could say whatever you want and then have the crowd say it back, like, literally. So, like, there's so much power in that, and I appreciate, like, performing all the time.
0: That's an energy. Yeah, it's fine. Had you performed at Shuba's before?
1: Um, no, I haven't. But I used, to, I used to go there for, like, Alex Wiley shows, Joey mm-hmm. Perp shows and all that, like, it, so it's, it's crazy, It's a legendary you
0: know? room, yeah, and it's a cool room. What I love about seeing a show at Shubas is that like there's not an inch of wasted space, like that room fills up, and even though it's only like two or three hundred people, which is still a lot, but it's yeah. like it feels massive in there,
1: yeah, it does.
0: but you still have that intimacy between the artist and the crowd, yeah, there's I like not shows a bad like spot that.
1: In the- i i mean i like I like bigger shows, but I also like the smaller ones more just because it's more intimate, like I don't know. That vibe is something that you can't like. No, yeah. Have at a big ass spot unless it's like your show and you're like at a like headline or something. Then everybody's gonna know. But like if it, if you're like a smaller artist, it's like way easier to be like intimate with the crowd. Yeah, no, absolutely. So so
0: let's move into what we usually start with, which is like, how did music start for you? But I just had to ask about the show last night because that was so fresh. <laughs> um, so, so bring us into this. Yeah, like, how did you
1: start out in music as an artist? Um, like, I used to play a lot of, I didn't even like rap music, let's be honest. That shit was trash to me, like, around, like, 2009, 2000, like, it was like twenty two thousand nine to like twenty eleven. I was listening to like hella rock and metal, and that's because I got influenced from like fucking Guitar Hero and rock band. I used to play that shit a lot. Interesting. Like, yeah, I was I was real fired at like that ass. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I started listening to Kid Cudi
0: mm-hmm. and Drake. Well, yeah. I mean, those are just that's an incredible starting point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Cudi's so like innovative and legendary.
1: Yeah, you know, Cudi's one of my favorites. Like, I started listening. I saw Mojo, so dope the video for that. And, like, that song was one of my favorite Cuddy songs. Then I went and listened to, like, Ghost and all this shit off of his, like, uh, his second album. And then I was like, damn, this nigga's crazy. I don't know. I just... Drake Drake was just raw because he was... I don't know. He was going crazy. Like, what was that? Uh, Young that shit. <laughs> I forgot the name of that song. Like, hey, hey, that shit. That shit was crazy.
0: I mean, Drake's just been... Drake's owned this decade. Like this yeah. last decade,
1: has belonged to Drake. Yeah, nah, Drake's. A it's legend, wild. Bro. I, I hate his new. I hated his new album, but like, nah, he going crazy still. But the new stuff he's been dropping has been like great. I, I fuck with him.
0: Uh, you know, and I'm just curious because I, I worked at a rock station for like 13 years. <laughs> what rock artists were you like fucking with back when you uh, back in your Guitar Hero
1: days? Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, Bullet for My Valentine. Uh, Machine Head
0: So you were like Just straight Pure metal
1: No nah, no nah, I was listening to like 30 Seconds of Mars and Yeah And like Who else Let's see I was listening to Daft Punk too Like okay. Homework uh, Let's see The Intergalactic Space Love That shit was fine. Uh I don't know I used to listen to like Everything to be honest Except for like Rap at that time <laughs> except, <laughs> except for Country too I don't fuck with Country I ain't gonna lie
0: well you know I mean listening to your music now Do you feel like Some of the like uh, Some of the heavier Or darker rock music Influenced your sound Cause it's like oh, yeah. It definitely feels like You have like Kind of a, a Kind of a more I hate to use the word dark But it's like Cause that feels lazy But you've definitely got like A darker tone To your music
1: Yeah 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 I used to I mean, I started listening to our future too, so I kinda like fucked sure. <laughs> that kinda like combined with all the like metal and because Tyler was talking about some real dark shit. So and like I don't know. My life, um, it's not like the best, you feel me? So I started rapping like about dark shit, you feel me? I sure. was Sure. I don't that's know. Yeah, living. that's what I was you know, that's what I was in.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And you just dropped Midnight. Uh, when did that drop? I mean, that was very recently. Uh, it, was, it dropped January 27th. Yeah. So, like, talk about the recording of that record. Like, how did that come together? How long was that in the works? Bring us into the process of that.
1: Um, well, I met Sheriff and everybody at the Go House studio, which which is, like, where I record at now. I met them, like, two or three months ago. And, like, I don't know, uh, I've just been recording with them, like, nonstop. And Sheriff is, like, one of, Sheriff is one of my favorite producers. He's a GOAT. I would like, we just be making songs and whatever, like, we like, we just put out, you know. I'm, like, I'm real, like, impulsive when I do shit. Like, I don't really have no, like, set dates for shit sometimes. Like, if I feel like dropping something, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to drop it. And whoever like it, they like it. They don't like it. I don't give a fuck. Because right. I like it. <laughs> you know? so, That's that
0: punk attitude. That's that metal attitude.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't like planning for shit because, like, when you plan, you just expect something to happen. And if that don't happen, you just be salty as hell. So it's, it's better to just let things happen in a moment but have a plan, you know, but don't yeah. really, like fall back on it, you know
0: avoid expectations yeah yeah absolutely so you put this out how's the what has the response been like to the record uh
1: everybody's been fucking with it honestly like i ain't even, i didn't expect like it's to be like the the i didn't expect the reception that it got to be honest but like a lot of people saying it was raw and that they listen all the way through with no skips and shit i'm like wow that's crazy like but but your name's been
0: out there for a minute, so yeah. I feel like people were probably ready for like a larger body of work yeah. like this from
1: you. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying too. Yeah, but I don't know. I just like I'm always all over the place. Like I don't really like sticking to one sound, so I just it's hard for me to like pick up, like put together a body of work just because I like doing everything. Like I just I got a song that's coming out. I'm singing on it. Like, I don't like... I don't know. It's it's hard for me to just stick to, like, one certain thing, like, at a time.
0: Well, that's the beauty of the age we're in now, where it's like you can just put up music whenever you feel like it. You exactly. could have
1: a song where you're singing. The next song could be something completely different. Exactly. That's yeah. why I, I fuck with uh, my homie Macho. He's, like, uh, he, 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 like, gave me a song that's kind of, like, rockish. It's, like, rockish rap. It's called Hurricane. It's pretty far, like... But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very hard to stick to one sound. So now that the
0: record's out, now that um, Midnight is out, what kind of doors is that open for you? What are you able to do now that you actually have that record behind you?
1: Um, you know, uh, just present it to, like, labels and stuff like that. Like, when they're looking for something, because, you know, like, they're probably not going to be like, yeah, let's just go on his SoundCloud and look at all the random singles and shit. All the, the Lucy's, yeah. Yeah, all the Lucy's, They're going to be like, okay, does he have a body of work? If I do, they go to it, and then they just, like, they can just listen to the whole thing. And I put, like, most of the hits that I dropped on there anyway, so it's going to be, you know, a little something.
0: Yeah. No, it's a portfolio. So is that, like, is that the larger goal is to get it in front of a label, to get it in front of, like, you know, maybe, like, a sync licensing or kind of where do you want to bring it with that?
1: Um, Honestly, I just want to keep driving music. I don't even, like, this this is just, like, a it's like a stepping stone. Like, okay, I can show y'all, I, I showed y'all I did a project. Now I'm going to just drop whatever fuck I want. And... <laughs> 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 like, I mean, there. yeah, that's honest. Yeah. Like, I'm, and it's, it's. I'm going to do more projects, you know, like EPs and shit. Like, but I want to, I just want to make music that's, that's great with like people that I fuck with. Like, I don't really like, I'm not trying to get no clout. I don't care about that shit. Like, uh, like, I'm not trying to be grouped with those people that's, like, considered the clout, whatever the fuck's. Right. I, I'm just a raw-ass artist that do whatever you want. That's what I'm trying to be, like, considered as.
0: I love it, man. I love that attitude yeah. of just, like, not giving a fuck and just doing it for the music. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, I was checking out your stuff, and something that stuck out to me was the video for Rolling. Oh, yeah. And I know it's a few months old <laughs> at this point, but, like, I watched and I was blown away because it's just, like... A, you mentioned the Daft Punk influence. I can see that in there. But B, it's just like, that's a wild
1: video. Talk about how that came together. Um, well, like, uh, like when I do videos, I don't want to do, like, the same shit. Just niggas standing around in a cool-ass background and shit. Like, no, nah, that's whatever. Like, I'm trying to do something different every time yeah. I drop a video. Because I have a video with Wolf. It's like, it's all paper stop motion. Like, and then I wanted to come something different. I wanted to top that, so I'm like, "Fuck it." Well, how can we top this? So uh, Nick was like, "Yeah, let's do a 3D video." I'm um, shit. That's, uh, if you if you got it, we could go. let's go, and like uh, we just sat down, talked about like certain scenes. I went to his house. He recorded like my movements off of Xbox Connect. Yeah, like, it's crazy. So you're like, you're literally, like, the model for a lot of that then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I had to take pictures of my face so he could scan it into the system and shit. It was, like, it was weird. But, but like, it was that's crazy. how they
0: made, like, Gollum. And shit like that from like Lord of the Rings, yeah, or crazy. like Caesar from uh, from the uh, Planet of the Apes movies.
1: And Nick has a busted laptop, or no, not a busted laptop, <laughs> but a busted like desktop computer. And it's crazy, like what kind of like work he did with that. Like it took it took forever to even render the shit. Like that's how crazy it was. So yeah, and yeah, it, it was originally supposed to be a loop video, just thirty, just a minute loop. But then I dropped the pictures. And then Muggle was like, holy shit, you are going crazy. And I'm like, ah shit, we gotta make this better than we gotta make this actual like a video or some shit. And then he's like, uh, we gotta stall on this now. So we we stalled for like a whole month. I was so pressed, bro. It was like cause everybody kept hitting me up, like, Win the video, Job, When's the video. I'm, bro, uh yeah. We we talking to these labels, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it is not a typical video. It's not like a, a video that you know, people knock out in the afternoon. No, it's clear it's that there was a lot of work. When I watched it, I was really impressed. I was like, who the fuck animated this? Because it's, <laughs> you know, it's impressive and you don't see it that much, especially like animation like that. And and if people are wondering what we're talking about, they can go check out your Twitter. You know, it's it's pretty high up in your Twitter feed, the, uh, the rolling pin. video. It, it's the pinned one, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's definitely worth a watch.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: Um, do you have more videos coming out? Ahead um, of you or anything yeah. else dropping from this project?
1: Yeah, um, I just did a video for Heart Attack, actually, with Nick. So that's going to be crazy. Um, I have more for, like, the the hits that people like on it, like the Repair song. I'm going to work on something with that. Um, a song called I Know. And then probably, like, the one that was mentioned in the Chicago Reader. Uh, it's called Nobody. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and let's talk about the reader thing for a second. You got a big feature in the
1: reader. Yeah, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Did Leor? But Leor interviewed you, right? No, no, he just wrote about it. Yeah, he just wrote about it. I didn't even know what it was gonna be wrote
0: about. That's amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but that's that's really cool. Like, and Leor
1: uh, from the reader. I mean, he knows his shit. Yeah, he's plugged into stuff. Yeah, I do him, and he was like, "Yeah, I like what you do. So keep doing what you do. i mean, thank you. Like, I appreciate that." As you buy,
0: well, and that's like that's a one of these kind of milestone things. Like you know, at least in my mind, I feel like for a lot of artists, like maybe playing the Metro, playing Shubas, getting a write up on like Fake Shore, it feels like there are certain things that are really meaningful markers in the Chicago career experience here. And I feel like getting a feature in the Reader is definitely one of them. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I used to look up to everybody that was in it. Like for real, I used to be like. I used to look up to, like, Kimbe, Wally, Joey Purp, all them, and then Mm -hmm. now now they're telling me that they fuck with me and they're proud of what I'm doing. I'm, damn, this is crazy. And then I just see myself in a reader. I'm, what the fuck? This is... (laughs) um, Yo, this is wild. Like, I don't even... Like, but I still feel like I'm not really doing shit, so I don't know. It's cool. But I hear that from a lot of
0: creative people who are ambitious and hardworking. I hear... I, I see a lot of people who have unearned egos who are extremely proud of themselves and they're like I don't have to work that hard. I see a lot of people who are doing the work and who are really talented and and across lots of different creative concentrations and they're the ones who feel like I'm not doing enough. I need to do more.
1: I haven't started yet. Yeah, it's a very feel common like thing. I don't feel like I'm anywhere yet to be honest. Like I don't know, this shit is weird. It's cool. Like people fuck with me like hard, but it's just, I don't know. I'm always going to feel like it's it's more I could be doing. I don't like being complacent at all. I don't think I... I don't want to be complacent in the first place. Like, I'm trying to be on some, like, some mogul shit. I'm trying to be on some Tyler Creator, have my own network or some shit, you know, Get to like, that ditty level. Yeah, get to that ditty <laughs> level. Get my own store. Get my own, like, building, like, I don't want... And then put other people on that I fuck with. Like, how Cole doing? Mm-hmm. Like, he literally got to where he wanted to be, and now he putting on all the people that he like actually used to fuck with, like me. Like I've shot a video with Cole four years ago, and he's still fucking with me. Like and he's blowing up that I respect him. Like for real, he cool.
0: Well, and that's a, that's a meaningful thing, you know. And I love that attitude of like I want to get on, and then I want to bring people with me. Yeah. Uh. So you know now that you have this record out, now that you are getting this recognition and that people are aware of you and they're really behind you, like where do you want to move next? Since you are somebody who. Like you said, like, you've you've got a lot you want to accomplish and you don't want to just sit around and wait. Like, what's next for you and what do you still need to accomplish?
1: Um, Well, next, I feel like I just need to just put out more music and focus on my videos at the moment because the face card is always the most important thing. Like, what's the most important thing now to, like, people? Like, back then, it wasn't shit. It was just like, all right. We just know this dude because he's putting out raw shit. But now it's just like, all right, they want, people want to see what you're doing all the time and shit. So I just want to just focus on the videos. I want creative videos. So I'm just going to like put my head down and just like think of some shit. Um, I want to perform more, but I don't want to perform no house parties or none of that shit. I'm trying to get like bigger venues like Metro. Yeah. Um, Shoe Was was crazy because that was my first time at Shoe Was. Uh, let's see, Reggie's I like Reggie's, it's cool Reggie's is a pretty raw room Yeah, it's pretty far I fuck with the security there too like, They're actually cool people <laughs> I, saw,
0: I saw Chance <laughs> at Reggie's A million years ago In like 2013 when, uh, when Closed Sessions when Well, the team from Closed Sessions When they were still doing Ruby Hornet They did a like Chicago's Next Class Under 21 Showcase And Chance was part of it and he was just, like, one of a bunch of artists who
1: were playing Reggie's. It was wild. That's crazy. Bro. Yeah. It, I used to go to all those shows, too. Like, when yeah. Chance dropped Acid Rap, he used to do those secret shows. Mm-hmm. And he used to, like, uh, tweet, like, yeah, come to Reggie's. Uh, free show at Reggie's, Acid Rap, or some shit. And then Big Mensa performed. When Big Mensa was, like, blowing up hard as fuck, and he had, like... Uh, what is it? He had dropped uh it was right before the internet tape. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he was he was blowing up hard as fuck. He was getting that Mishka sponsorship. It was like <laughs> bro, it was crazy. Like, That's
0: such a moment.
1: Yeah, bro. I remember all that shit. So it's it's like it's weird now that I'm the one in that shit, you know. But you
0: know, it's the wave keeps going, you know, and new artists and younger artists and, and you know, new talent or emerging talents always gonna be coming up and like that's the thing that's the wonderful thing about the music scene here. it's like it's, it never stops it's never like alright well we have our superstar because if that was the case it would have ended in like the 70s or 80s you yeah. know but it's like every year there's going to be new talent popping up and you know like you said now people are really not just aware but like they're really responding to your music man yeah, that's, that's a lot. level it's very far. <laughs> yeah um, I'm excited to see What you do next um, And same thing man Like this mic is on As you have new projects uh, Coming out Ahead of you Like Come back Let us know oh, yeah. man glad yeah, to start The
1: conversation No man I appreciate this For real I used to I used to See y'all podcasts too Like it's crazy That's awesome man uh, a. Okay. Dot. And the record is called
0: Midnight, and people can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Yeah,
1: all that. You know, man. SoundCloud, A. Dot underscore AL. Find me on Twitter at A. Instagram, A. XX. Yeah.
0: And you're, you're active on Twitter
1: all the time. For I, sure.
0: Yeah, Instagram too. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, a. Dot, yeah. thank you so much for coming up, man. I thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.